Hello, this is Hugo Prévost, and you are listening to SVGA, your PC retro gaming podcast. Today, for episode number 18, we go back to the past. Well, I'm guessing we are going back to the past for every episode, hence the retro gaming aspect. But uh, please ind indulge me. Because if I was cheating a little bit for the last episode by talking about Forged Alliance, a 2007 real-time strategy game, this time we are really digging into the retro gaming era with none other than The Last Dynasty. The Last what? I hear you say? The Last Dynasty is a mix of space combat and exploration that came out in 1995. And yes, I can hear you scream in agony. There are some full motion video cutscenes. A lot of them. Developed by Cocktail Vision and published by the one and only Sierra Online, The Last Dynasty came out at the moment where Sierra was trying, trying really, really, really hard to include the newest technological developments into its games. Because after publishing a lot of King's Quest, after Lejo Sweet Larry, after Polly's Quest, well, during the publication of the Polly's Quest series, that one, uh, that one ended in 1998, and uh, by the way, we did an episode on the first game of that series. We'll have a link in the description. Uh, Sierra was probably at a point where it needed to stay relevant. And what was relevant, new and exciting in video games in 1995? You guessed it, the CD-ROM. No longer were you limited by a bunch of floppies, be it 5 or 3 inches. Now you have between 615 and 700 megabytes of space at your disposal. And that was if you didn't took the opportunity to cram it full of video cutscenes and spread your game on multiple discs. So... Here we are then, with a space team game on two discs, you'll see little white needs two discs, published by a well-known editor, but an editor who was, at the time, slowly coming to the realizations that times had changed and that you need some, well, let's call it some pizzazz, some spark, to renew the gamer's interest. In the great future of 1995, two friends, Mel and Doc, live together and spend their time trying to send some rockets in space to contact a supposed alien civilization. But they aren't really good at this since, well, the game opens with their little space vehicle failing at launch and crashing into the ground. The more the merrier, seems to think Mel, since he can spend, then spend more time dogfighting strange and menacing Red Star fighters in a simulation game apparently developed by his friend and roommate. Would you believe me if I told you that this same game will in fact be a tutorial mission for the upcoming battles where you will fight against those same Red Fighters aboard the same spaceship using the same controls? It's almost like... We will be, hmm, I don't know, in a video game? It has been done before, after all. It's almost the same plot as the last Starfighter movie, where a young man, or was it, was it a teenage boy, beats the high score in the last Starfighter arcade machine, just to discover that the same machine was in fact a training apparatus to fight in a real war. By the way, the, the last Starfighter movie was bad. Really bad, like a cheap knockoff copy of Star Wars, but with some video games in it. 
and with a bunch of scenes at a boring camping ground on Earth. And what do you get when you try to adapt The Last Starfighter in another video game? Well, dear listeners, you get The Last Dynasty. So, yeah, the you, the player who play Mel, by the way, is contacted by the, an alien faction who comes to pick you up and bring you to your, spoiler alert, father. Your father, the former leader of a great civilization, has been forced in exile on a backwater planet after the violent conquest of the galaxy by an evil lord who looks like another evil lord, one from a certain movie franchise with colored laser swords and potentially some asthma. And like in Star Wars, of course, you're supposed to save the day from a hidden base on a forest planet against all odds. And you will pick up unlikely allies and you will infiltrate the dangerous base. Ugh. You know... I played The Last Dynasty a lot when I was a kid. Uh, perused over that slim instructions booklet so many times, looking for clues, smiling a little, a little sorry when reading the installation instruction in DOS. I was already running Windows 98 at the time. But I, I never, I never picked up on the fact that this title, published by an editor whose prime time was definitely behind itself at that time, was a poor man mashup between the last Starfighter and Star Wars. Uh, so, dear listener, we're having a moment right now, a moment where my old 35 years old and soon 36 self is realizing that it did not really change over the years. Well, I'm still loving Star Wars, after all, I'm just more cynical. Cynical enough to realize that, well, Robert was right, uh, maybe over a year ago when I suggested that we do an episode on The Last Dynasty. He had a look at the very, very short Wikipedia page for the game and said, nope. So, yeah, you're more intelligent than me, Robert. Uh, well, back to the game. <laughs> So, not only do we discover that we are the son of a fallen space emperor or space president, I don't know, but we are also the host for half the knowledge of the entire universe. The other half, you ask? Well, it was in the head of our brother who got tortured and killed off-screen, or well, almost off-screen, by a legally different Dark Vader, who is now after us for the rest of the information. That makes me think, uh, is there someone listening right now that is also a fan of Stargate SG-1? Do you remember the episodes where Jack O'Neill put its head in that sort of ancient knowledge repository? And all that knowledge has had to be extracted from his head because otherwise he would die? Yeah, there's nothing like that here. We simply have half the knowledge, half the universe's knowledge in their head, I guess, but we never use it. So, if our, if our father wants us to stay put, we will disappoint him. We will fly out to do something. Look, I, I'll be honest with you. I haven't played that game in about 20 years, maybe more. And from what I saw in a few excerpts on YouTube, I'm really not missing much here. The acting is bad, the costumes are bad, the story is bad. 
In the end, we get voluntarily captured by the evil conqueror and he tries to get our part of the ultimate knowledge. But said knowledge had already been given to a spectral entity that vowed to guard it. So the villain dies because her head is empty? The end. Uh, what I can talk to you about, however, is the combat, because afterwards it's a space combat game. And as much as I want to say that The Last Dynasty is a bad game, maybe it is. Um, well, it is. But <laughs> there are some interesting things on the gameplay side. Uh, first of all, consider this. In 1995, a certain game called Descent came out with full 3D combat in mines where you could go in all directions. That same year, The Last Dynasty is offering some fighting against sprites on what is supposed to be the vastness of space, but is really a flat background. Planets are sprites too, so you are really shooting at 2D images that pivot, basically. However... Where the combat uh, in Descent can be tactical, in a sense, the one in The Last Dynasty is clearly arcade. There is even a part of the HUD where you can see your score. I mean, that's something really, really coming back from the past. Maybe it's, it is indeed a callback to older games where your ship was at the bottom of the screen and you had to shoot enemies as they came from the top. Who knows? Uh, so that's what you have here, sprites, combat in space. But there is also a real tactical mode that comes later. Well, you can't bring it up anytime you want, but anyway, when you press a certain key, you move into that sort of fleet commander view, so to speak, when you can give orders to your allies, see the specs of the enemy, that sort of thing. And of course, your vessel won't really autopilot when you let things go, in a sense. Uh, but you will be able to advance time, so to speak, and see other fights going on around you, allies protecting you or farming up on you, etc. It's also quite useful to know what the enemy throws against you. And the combat can sometimes be demanding and hard. Is it because the controls are a bit wonky? Is it, or is it because going almost alone against an entire empire can be difficult? So, even if the game is supposed to be arcade-y or arcade-ish, uh, you, will, you will usually need to be prudent. That is especially important in a certain mission where doing the thing they tell you to do, that means destroying enemy satellites that scramble your vessel, will trigger endless enemy reinforcements. Well, so basically you are screwed. That good old Sierra way of trapping you without giving you any hint as to why you suddenly have to go against your instincts and what the manual tells you. And that's pretty much it for the space combat. There is an all-all attack against your father's base. Hello again, Star Wars. And the final battle is a bit more complex, but otherwise it's usually you against some enemies with varying objectives. It's okay. So, that's it? Well, not so fast. We still have that base to explore. If memory served, because once again, I couldn't be bothered to play that. Maybe one day I'll go back to it, but for now, it's... Uh, it's bad. Uh, so, if, if memory serves, you need to infiltrate an enemy base to steal some secret documents. 
In order to do that, you land on set base and then you need to collect passes, activate switches, there are a few puzzles to solve, etc. And I think even if that may sound a bit strange, that this is where the game shines. For once, it really feels like an adventure game instead of a game where you are mostly shooting down the same enemies over and over. Yes, there are a small number of the equivalent of quick-time events uh, where you have to shoot a guard with your laser pistol. But otherwise, it's only you against the mysteries of the base, the corridors that look a bit too much alike, and those damn doors that won't open until you find that elusive keycard. But it's relaxing and stimulating at the same time. Without any real moon logic puzzle. And that's about it. You, you go in there, you find all the pieces of the different puzzles, you then find keys and more keys and key cards and the documents you were looking after, and you leave. I will not bother you with the rest of the game. Uh, suffice to say that it is more space combat, a bit more hectic and complicated than before, but nothing revolutionary. But the second city was really useful, since your adventure at the base is taking place between fixed points inside, sure, but all your movements are animated. It's not like Myst, for example, where they had to do a lot of trickery to make sure that the game was able to fit on, onto only one CD. Uh, here, they had the luxury of using two discs, if you can call it a luxury. So, that was The Last Dynasty, um, contrary to some other games from the era, where you can factor in the fact that it is so bad, it can potentially be good if you're a masochist. Um, here, it's not really bad. I mean, it is, but not really. Well, unless you count the acting. But, hey, that's FMV for you. So, not... No, that, that game isn't, isn't really bad. In the end, it's just boring, ordinary, uh, largely behind on the technical level, unimpressive. And if I had not played that game over and over again as a kid, I would have never picked it up for a podcast. That I can tell you. Uh, so, should you play it in 2022? No, certainly not. I mean, you can... I guess, uh, I mean, there are some excerpts on YouTube. They have to come from somewhere. Uh, it's certainly not someone in 1995 that did some video capture and uploaded it to a service that didn't exist for at least a decade. Um, anyway, uh, like I said, if you want to play it, you can. I imagine the game has been abandoned. So if you search for it online, you can probably find it on a specialized website. And I'm not talking about piracy here. It's really, it really has been abandoned. So technically, it's free in a sense. Uh, but it's as it comes. I mean, there won't be. I mean, is it playable on Windows 11 or Hilary operating system, Windows 10, Windows 7, maybe 7? I have no idea. Uh, maybe? I mean, you can find it, download it, and try to install it and play it. Uh, it's up to you. Uh, I have to be honest. Um, beside Myst, uh, I'm still looking for to find a game from that era that used FMV well. 
So if you know, if you know one, sorry, uh, send me a message. Uh, you never know. In the meantime, that's all for this episode number 18 of SVGA. If you want to catch up on previous episodes, everything is on pieuvre.ca. We also are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and our host, Balado Québec. You can follow us on Twitter at SVGA Podcast and also on Facebook. See you next time.